Hey, I'm Mike Shinoda, and you are listening to the Rock Sound Podcast. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Rock Sound Podcast. I'm your host, James Wilson-Taylor, and our guest this week is Mr. Mike Shinoda. Yes, he dropped his album Post Traumatic earlier this year. We talked to him about working on that, all the collabs on that album, and what we can expect from him in the near future, so stay tuned for that. Plus, playing this week's game of Translate the Lyric are Sammy and Boots from Waster, putting all their lyrics through Google Translate into a variety of different languages, and they have to figure out what the original lyric was. Lots of fun there. And doing our first time last time interview this week, it's Carter and Courtney, aka Chapel. So we'll find out about the first gigs they ever went to and the first albums they ever bought, as well as what they are currently listening to right now. Stick around for all of that. And don't forget, guys, the current issue of Rock Sound is available right now featuring Chase Atlantic. It's their first ever magazine cover featuring a full interview and a brand new photo shoot. Head right now over to shop.rocksound.tv to pick up your copy. Right, let's kick things off, shall we, with this week's special guest. Here he is in conversation, Mr. Mike Shinoda. Hi, it's James Wilson-Taylor here for Rock Sound in the very, very swanky surroundings of Cafe Royal. Joined now by, of course, Mr. Mike Shinoda. How are you, sir? Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Happy to be here. Yeah, it's good to see you, man. And uh, congratulations, of course. The album is now finally out. We've already uh, chatted to you a little bit in the magazine about it. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that was a really nice takeaway, you said how it was quite a cathartic experience, as you might imagine, writing it. And of course. It all yeah. out there. Now that it's all out there and in the public, how are you feeling about those songs and the reactions from fans? I, it's great. It's really nice. And it's like, it almost like I hoped to some degree, like I hoped that it would have this connection with people in their, not just like my story, not just like what happened in the last year, but in their story. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's actually been happening. So that's, a, it's always a good feeling. Yeah. Nice. Real connections coming through there. I suppose. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's part of it is because I've done a couple shows now and the shows, um, there, you know, I play a little bit of the, I play the new stuff. I play a little bit of Fort Minor, a couple of Lincoln Park things, and the, it just the feel the 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 shows are fun, and they also have like a weight to them, like a gravity to them. Right. It's like a little more than a little something else. You yeah, know, which is nice. No, that's really nice yeah. to hear. Actually, uh, I was going to mention that actually as well. From what I've seen of the live shows, uh, particularly online, particularly the K Rock one, actually, mm. what was a really nice moment? You allude to you play a couple of Linkin Park songs in there, and I guess while that could have been quite a somber moment, it seems to almost be a celebration. Like particularly in the end. I mean, did that reaction surprise you at all? I mean, it's it's a wonderful thing to see. Really, I don't think it surprised me, but it was, um, you know, it was. I think it was better than I thought. Yeah, you know. Um, and and the other day I played a, a, a really small, it was like a 600 uh, capacity venue right. in New York. And it was very, um, it was even more energetic than the K-Rock one. It was very, in the end, it was very energetic that night. Um, and it's, it's something that I'm, I'm, you know, as I go, as I play more shows, it's, like, it's a whole new experience. You know, I mean, first of all, just doing stuff on my own is is there's a lot of um, new newness to it. It just uh, that's that's it's actually 
the surprises around every corner, which is right. kind of you know keeps it exciting, and it's also open for a lot of spontaneity. Nice. Yeah. No, it's exciting to hear. How did you select, particularly the Linkin Park and Fort Minor songs? How did you select which ones you were going to do in this this new era? Um, it's still changing. Like I've I've got more songs um, right now. I've, I've I've got more songs than I can really put in the set. Like in terms of what I. I'm ready to play or what I want to play, right? which is nice. Um, and I've been playing it by ear. But yeah, I really, I, some of the songs are there in there because, you know, they're fan favorites and they, they're some of the popular stuff. Other ones, uh, like Kenji, for example, I added in because I feel like, especially in the U.S. shows, um, things like the, the immigration issues are a big deal right now and that song is all about uh in world war ii my family and all of the japanese on the west coast were sent to internment camps in the u.s so it's it's topically like relevant yeah absolutely god that's fascinating actually do you see there being more political undertones then in the show potentially moving forward or well i mean it's just that you know there are when it seems appropriate when it's something that i feel like I want to talk about. Um, I, I I brought it in a little bit, like the you know. Um, there's I have another song that's a Lincoln Park track called "Hands Held High," which was kind of a just a almost like a stream of consciousness rant under the um, when when Bush was was uh, yeah. George W was president, and I was you know the other night I was just feeling that. And so I played those two songs back to back. I played the, I did the Hands Held High verse acapella, and then we, I played Kenji. And you know, part of it is just like being on Twitter that day and reading it and right, going like, right. "Oh my God, this is like so insane." <laughs> um, and then other times it's about, you know, it is just about like kind of going through certain things during the day and wanting to play certain songs. It's it's a, um, you know, being in a band, you don't get to do as much of that. Right. Because you've got, like, if you've got six people in a band, if one or two of them isn't prepared to play a song, then you just can't play it. You know, I could want to play, I, I all, you know, I could uh, text some, text everybody that day and say, guys, like, I really want to play this song this day because, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, please, can you be ready to play it tonight? And if the guys can't, you know, if our drummer doesn't have his drums in the room, obviously, yeah, um, then the answer is probably no. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Bit of freedom, I suppose. Then I guess that's the yeah. thing. It's a bit of freedom in the, yeah. in the atmosphere. Uh, let's talk more about the album as well, because it, what has been I see you have explored, I suppose, quite a few new sounds and a few new sounds influenced by newer artists. I suppose I want to talk about some collabs in particular. Um, how oh, okay. did the Black Bear collab come about? First of all, I. Um, I had reached out to Black Bear um, back when we were recording One More Light, and uh, he actually was a co co writer on Sorry for Now off the One More Light record. So we had worked on, you know, we had played around with a couple ideas then, and um, yeah, when I reached out to him this time, it was like, you know, it was just seemed just felt pretty obvious. Yeah. Yeah. You were clearly keen to work with him again then after that, that positive yeah, studio experience. Yes. Yeah. Well, he's, he's really talented. And he was, at the time when we did About You, he was working um, on some of his stuff with um, a couple of producers who go by the name Basecamp. And right. Basecamp was in town um, to do his stuff. 
and so he was like, "You go, you gotta get these guys to like, you know, let's let's put them in on the song too." So the the so, uh, uh, basically the production and the very and like the outro of the song that's that's more them than me, and that's one of the few moments on the record when somebody else kind of took over in terms of the, the production, uh, because most of the like you know ninety I don't know ninety five percent of the record is yeah. pr- my production. No, that's interesting. Though. Nice collaborations in there. Um, let's talk about the grandson moment as well. Yeah. That's that. I mean, yeah, what a fantastic new artist. How did you come about working with him? I just found him on a playlist, honestly. And I and it was funny because I, I oftentimes, I'm, I'm, you know, every Friday I'm looking at new music and looking to see what what's out and, and a lot of times finding stuff that's pretty pretty unknown. Yeah. Um, and I, I, um, I tend to like... You know, stuff that's off the beaten path more than the popular stuff. It's just my, I don't know what it is. And I found his stuff and I followed him on social media and he um, like DM'd me immediately. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, he was like, dude, I'm such a fan. This is like so crazy that you followed me. Like, what's up? Oh, that's and, so sweet. And it turned out that he lives like 15 minutes away from me in LA. So I was like, well, let's just go, go get lunch. And we ended up hanging out a while, and um, the song was just like a natural thing to do. Um, but you know, it, to me, like I, I, with the aesthetic slash, you know, um, uh, dynamic of Lincoln Park, you have like a lot less room to do that. I feel like, for at least I've always, it's sure, been my yeah, experience. Like we haven't done as much of that, um, especially with smaller artists. And like sometimes I'll suggest artists to the band and that would be you know like they weren't that interested right like sure. other people aren't interested because it's like some random you know artist that nobody's heard of so like why would we work with that person like <laughs> right. they've got okay. literally like 50,000 followers yeah. you know the band has a bajillion yeah. on M- more than that yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um yeah so for me on my own like that's one thing about like doing stuff on my own obviously number one i decided to do on my own because it was a very it's the album is very personal album number two i did it on my own because there's a level of like control that i wanted to have over it to make it make sure that it looked and sounded and felt a certain way but the third thing is spontaneity like just if i decide right now that like okay like I want this to be our my music video, right? Right. For like the whatever the next. I'm into song. it. Let's do it. Here yeah, you know, we can just get this footage and then put the track over top of it. <laughs> I'm gonna but hold you to that. Now. That would be like that. That is possible if it's if that's what I want to do. Then that's what we do. Yeah. And that's a, that's a lot of fun. That's really lovely to hear. Really kind of freeing. Uh, speaking of all these collaborations as well, uh, we saw you got our dear friend at Rock Sound Taka up on stage with you very yeah. recently, which was yeah. awesome. Uh, I guess you guys have probably known each other for a little while. Do we think there'll be any more studio time, perhaps with Taka? I don't know. I mean, we'll we'll. It remains to be seen. You and I know he's um he's an incredible singer and a very sweet guy. By the way, like an awesome guy. Um, and I did see him the last time he came to LA. So, you know, things are still, we talk, we'll see. <laughs> I don't, there's no, I don't have a song in my pocket that I can sure, play. Sure, so. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, we keep our fingers crossed though. Big fans of, of both of you guys. Uh, Mike, it's been absolutely lovely talking to you. Final question for you. I just want to focus on the future really. What are the goals and the ambitions moving forward to 2019 and beyond with this solo career? Like what, what would you like to achieve now? You know, my, I, the main focus for me right now is to explore all the things that I can explore with it. And that sounds really almost like I'm evading the question, but the truth is that it's a journey without a goal. Like I'm, I'm just, I'm, I, if there are goals, they're so simple that they almost would seem like boring. Like a goal would be to 
um, feel like I know what my live set is supposed to look and feel like. Like okay. right now, it's still changing a lot, and I'm still just as an artist and a and a person who you know likes likes to get things right. Mm. Like I feel like I'm still figuring out what I what it's supposed to be. Um, obviously I'm, we're still like promoting the music and still getting it out there to people. I think that there's some people that are actually scared to listen to post-traumatic because it sounds like dark or it sounds heavy, which can be the case. But I've, I feel like what they need to know is the album may start there, but it doesn't end there that as it goes, it's like a diary. And, and this year has been, it started in a dark place, but it ended in a place that's more light and open. So the album does that. So the more I can like, you know, spread the word of that, and and hopefully, that's a message of hope um, to you know fans and and you know I should say old fans and people that potentially are fans. Yeah. Um, yeah, and you know, other than that, I'm I'm open to sub- suggestions. <laughs> so just hit me up on social media and let open me know what ideas. I what I ought to be doing. Send in a few tweets. See yeah. what we want next. Uh, yeah. Mike Shinoda, lovely to see you. Thanks, Thank you. Our thanks again to Mike Shinoda for sitting down with us. And if you want to see even more bonus footage from that particular chat, including him looking back at Linkin Park's legendary surprise Warp Tour performance from a few years back, head right now over to the YouTube channel. It is youtube.com forward slash rock sound magazine. Time now, though, for this week's game of Translate the Lyric featuring Sammy and Boots from Waster. They've just dropped their brand new single, Crisis. The album's on the way. We really, really love it. Here's how this game works. We took some Waster lyrics. We put them through Google Translate into French, into Italian, into German, and into Spanish. All they have to do is tell us which Waster song it's originally from. Sounds nice and simple, right? Let's see how they get on, shall we? Here now, from Waster, it's Sammy and Boots. Hi guys, James Wilson-Taylor here for Rock Sound. Joined now by two of the lads from Waster. It's Sammy and Boots. How are you guys? Good, man. Yeah, good, great, good man. to see you. Right, so we're going to play a little game we like to play with lots of bands called Translate the Lyric. Very, very simple. I have taken some Waster lyrics. I have put them through Google Translate into a variety of languages. You just have to tell me which lyric it is, which song those lyrics are from, okay? Makes right. sense? Makes sense? Yeah. How are you with foreign know. languages? Did you do much at school or anything? I'm fluent in Welsh, if that helps. Sadly, not on the list. I, I do apologize. Know. I didn't yeah. do much at school, to be fair. So no. no. Well, we'll see how you get on anyway. Here we go. Here is the magic list. You guys hold that between you. There you go. First one is in French. Why don't you attempt to read that out into the mic, and we'll see how you get on. <clears throat> yeah, go for it. Les mots dans la rue de que je suis mavar pour l'or. Not bad. Not a bad attempt. Right. Do we have any ideas? I can give you clues if you need them, but what's your initial Sweet. thoughts? What does just we mean? Just we isn't that something you? Is just oh. we you? That narrows it down. It's more like uh, I. It's I. I. I well, oh. I think. I think. You know what? My clue. I'll give you La Rue. Do you know what that means in French? You ever been on holiday to France and you've been driving down La Rue, anything like that? Never mm. been on holiday, but I've we been were in to France, France a lot. A few. La Rue. Rue is street. There's your clue. Street. Okay. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, had it. I thought yeah, we had one there. I've got an idea. Go on, have a, have a pop, have a pop. And this is all off the new album, yeah? This is, oh, this is all eras, but oh. maybe that one's more recent, if that's what you're leaning street. towards. Long walks, late nights, we'd always find a street light. I'm afraid not. Have another go, go on. Another, uh, another use of the word street, perhaps in a more yeah. recent song. More recent Oh, it's like... New record too. It can be both. It can be both. Well, well, what have people heard of the new record? Perhaps they've heard of a single. God, I'm really giving away oh. clues now. 
We're on the street. Says I'm bad to the bone. Oh, I'm going to go. give you that because it took a while, but no, I'm no going to give you that. There, there we go. No <laughs> clues. No cheating at all. That's yeah. the French one. So is that, that bad? Is that a point? I mean, I'll give you half a point. How oh, about that? We, I helped you, but I'll allow it. Were there, right. were there prizes in this one? Not in this one, oh, please. Okay. <laughs> Great. With that performance, you wish. Come prize, on, like you're yeah. getting prizes in that one. Try Italian. How's your Italian? Read out that one. Let's see how you get on. Oh, do, do you want to read yeah. out this one? <laughs> You got to do the accent. No, I can't. You got to. You got to. Oh, canstonate nella mi pelle. Nice. Pelle. That's um. He's a footballer, isn't he? Yeah. (laughs) Not with the double L. No. But yeah. True. What are we going for, guys? What's that? That word looks like inconstantanate. What's mia? Mamma mia! What does that mean? (laughs) Don't know. I don't don't know. I don't know what that means. Do you want want mia? Mia's my. Mia oh. is mine. That word looks like a, you know, the, you know, the main word. It looks like that is the main word. What could that mean? It could sound like encased or some other word that means similar to that, maybe. I don't know. Encased. Encased or embedded. There's your clue. Oh, you've, you've, um, yeah. Footprints embedded in my skin. That's go. two for two. There we go. <laughs> I'll help you out. It's fine. We're not going to get, we're not gonna get any of these without a cue. Right, okay. Let's try German. How's your German? You ever been to Germany for yeah. an extended period of time? Yeah? yeah. Okay. All the time. Have a go reading that. I'm going to come back to you, Sammy, on this one. Read that one out. This is just like, I don't know. It's the sound. I can't do a German accent. You don't need to. Do the accent. Just try and read Do beast so esto besser dra that's not bad that is not bad pronunciation at all really? right any any guesses what are we I thinking don't know what absolutely one no idea <laughs> i'll be honest this is the hardest one that is true it's the hardest one i don't oh. even know what clue to give you it sounds so ramstein i actually don't think i've ever seen any of those words do. Before. oh yeah do. maybe that one i don't know what it means though <laughs> Uh, should I give? Uh, no, Dankeschön. Should I put I you out your misery so. with this one? I no, think no, no. Oh, give us a clue. Uh, Wait, come on what now. What does do mean? Do means your. Oh, great. Okay. Your. What does this word mean? Uh, potentially without, but don't quote me on that. You're better off without me anyway. Okay, we'll give you that. There we oh, go. We're German. German lyric. That, German was, lyric. Good. Well that done. was good. It was speedy in the end. You came in yeah. quick with the final. All right, yeah. final one. Final one. How do you feel about Spanish, guys? How do you feel about that? The same as the rest of it. Okay, we'll try yeah. it out. Let's see how we go. I was born on. in Wales, can't speak a Come word on. of Welsh, so <laughs> I struggle with English badly. Okay, try it out. Try it out. What are we thinking? Como un peso pluma. Right. Pluma. What are we going with? Well, it's only four. Come? Words. Like, come here? Is that come? Afraid not. No. Como. Como. Pesto. Pesto. Pesto, yeah. <laughs> you always sing about I'm pesto. I'm thinking pesto and... Your ode to pesto Puma. goes down. I'm thinking... Stuff. I thought Pumba from The Lion King, to be honest. Un. Un. What does it's, un mean? What? No, that would be an, an unos dos. No, that would... Yeah, un... I don't know. I thought it might be un one. Un is just like a. Uh, a. A. Oh, well, that yeah. narrows it down. Uh, would you like a... Clue? I'm scatterbrained. I'm a mess. I'm afraid I'm going to put you out of your misery. It was just like a featherweight. There you go. Oh, there you, go. you can use that one next time you go to Spain. This is the big question we always finish with as well. If you had to pick any of those to do in a European country, which do you think would sound best if you had to change the lyric? I've forgotten what these all were. Well, that was <laughs> to be honest, in, that's the best answer. was that footprints embedded in my skin? Oh, yes, it was. What was that one? and constant to a note. Nah, it doesn't fit. What? <laughs> you gave it a go, though. <laughs> 
Du bist so erst besser als der Ochnemische German. Okay, we'll go with the German one. Keep an eye out next time they're playing a gig in Germany. You never know. Yeah, we're saying that. It makes it sound so harsh. You know what? I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you three out of four, even though you had a bit of help, which is respectable as a score. Guys, always. Thanks to Sammy and Boots from Wasted there. And if you want to hear their new single, Crisis, and loads of other great new music updated every single Friday, go and subscribe on Spotify to the Rock Sound Chart. Just search for Rock Sound on Spotify and click subscribe on that one. Like I say, updated with all the biggest new music from our world every single week. Time now for this week's edition of First Time Last Time, and it is featuring Chapel. Their album, Sunday Brunch, came out in 2017. You might have seen them on tour recently as well, with the likes of Sleeping With Sirens through Europe. So we caught up with them to get to know them a little bit better and find out about their first ever gigs, their most recent gigs they've been going to, and what they're currently listening to, as well as those always important first ever album purchases. So without any further ado, here now are Carter and Courtney, aka Chapel. Back on the Rock Sound podcast, guys. We are joined now by Carter and Courtney, aka Chapel. How are you guys? Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Hey. Hey. Hello, lovely to see you. As we play a game on the podcast, this is called First Time Last Time. Very, very simple. All I'm going to do is I'm going to put out a situation. You tell me the first time you did it and the last time or the most recent time you did that thing. All right, makes sense? All right, let's let's do it. Nice and simple. Nice and simple. All right, so the first one is a very easy one. The first album you ever bought and the last album you ever bought. Uh, I think the first one that pops in my head is uh, Motion City Soundtrack. Yes, everything's all right. So good. Uh, last one. Oh, shit. I don't know. Um, Streaming counts, by the way. It doesn't. Well, well, it's 2018. I'll allow you like the last album you downloaded or whatever. Um, downloaded. Um, pre-saved. Very good. First one that pops in my head was uh, Bleachers. Gone now. Oh, oh my god. That's a what the heck? I was just. Uh, yeah. First record I ever got was uh, Taking Back Sunday, A Decade Under the Influence, and my mom made me return it. Because she was like, you can't buy this. Uh, but I rebought it again the next week. Very good. And then last one, I bought uh, I bought the Gone Now from Bleachers, uh, the the vinyl. I bought oh, that like cool. two months ago. So, yeah. That's, so, very, that's very crazy. Cool. <laughs> nice. All right. First gig. And not you can't count your own shows. So first gig you ever went to and the last gig you ever went first to by somebody else. Went to, ooh, the first like real concert I ever went to was Paramore and Jimmy Eat World. Oh, my God. That's ooh, a lot. Setting the bar very high. Jeez. Yeah. That was awesome. Man. Yeah. Um, last one. Yeah, you can't have been playing. Yeah, (laughs) that does not count. You were on the lineup. We cannot allow that. Yeah. Come back to me super quick. Okay, okay. First one was Backstreet Boys. I was six, and it was in uh, Tampa, Florida. (laughs) I don't remember any of it. Um, (laughs) That's like peak Backstreet Boys era, though. Surely, right? Yeah. Yeah, I thought the dude's name was Aaron Carter, and my name's Carter. So I felt like I was connected to (laughs) him. Yeah, 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 definitely. I was so dumb. (laughs) That's Um, amazing. Thank you. Uh, and then the last one, uh, this band called Judah and the Lion, I saw like four weeks ago in Atlanta. They were great. They're and really they, cool. They sold out some like 3,000 cap venue in Atlanta and it was amazing. So, awesome. Do you awesome, remember? Awesome. I do. Um, it's nothing too cool, but I had a good time. It was uh, Bad Fish, which cool. is a sublime tribute band with very my nice. uncle. It was super dope. Cool yeah. stuff. Fun All time, right, that's some good choices. That's some very impressive choices. Uh, There's another musical one we'll do. What was the first song you ever learned to play and the most recent song you learned to play that's not by you? Ooh, the first song yeah. I ever <laughs> learned to play was um, Reliant K. What's that? What's that, like, Free hit? No, that's I love that song. Um, off one of their first records. I totally can't think of it right now. And last song I learned how to play... 
was our entire set. Our entire record. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Do you ever play around with other people's songs these days? Ever? Yeah. Oh, I used to do. I used to do a bunch of drum covers when I had a kit at my house, but okay. unfortunately, my kit is down south with him, so I haven't been doing the whole cover thing recently. But I'm trying to get back into nice. that. Um, I'll say just August Burns Red. Oh, cool. I love playing along to their songs. It's, nice, nice, it's nice. very hard, and yeah. That's cool. Uh, first song I learned to play was What's My Age Again on guitar. That's, it, that's an impressive first one to pick up on it guitar. It wasn't good. It wasn't oh, okay. good. All right, no, all right. I really thought it was great. That's a caveat. It, it was, Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, then, <laughs> and then the last one was uh, Redbone by Childish Gambino. Yes. I just I just wanted to know how to play the lead line because yeah. it's so cool. That so, riff is outrageous. <laughs> yeah, so now I only play that when we sound check. So. That's right. Yeah. Oh, my God. Right. Yeah. I want to catch a sound check later Dude, on as well. That's really, really, really cool. cool. Thanks again to Chapel for sitting down with us. And if you want to see our full chat with them, again, just head right over to the YouTube channel. It is youtube.com forward slash Roxanne Magazine for loads more great stuff with them. We will be back next week with a brand new episode. Until then, do go and subscribe over on iTunes, over on SoundCloud, over on Spotify, or on your favorite podcast app. I am James Wilson-Taylor, and we will see you next week. <laughs>